this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You've got to be cruel to be kind, according to Hamlet, but also according to Dina, who might be talking to some guy named Stuart from the past. We've also got Lola's pregnancy scare and some really heartbreaking scenes with Connor. So stay tuned for this week's Restless Rap. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey everybody, I'm Rachel Goodman here with another week of Restless Rap. It is actually just me today, so I'm going to be going through everything. Stay tuned through to the end because we are definitely going to be taking calls. We're going to have our lol moment where we decide on the funniest moments of this week from Restless from The Young and the Restless. And at the very end, I will go over my predictions and definitely want to get your predictions as well. So for everybody in the chat, um, I will be relieved lying on you today like super like uh, you know my amazing co-hosts you guys always come through for me especially when it's just me doing a show by myself um right now we've got mary and Dulaman in the chat so thank you guys for joining um we're i'm gonna go over one segment first and dive right in then we're gonna take calls after that so let's just kind of talk about everything with connor and i know a lot of people might want to talk about this too so feel free when we do open the lines we can talk about it but um connor so at the beginning of this week we had some really really heartbreaking scenes as we kind of watched him go through all these very understandable moments when he is just acting out doing things that we wouldn't ordinarily see connor do um he was around you know we've seen him since he was a little kid we've seen him the way that he was with christian how close they were everything's changing now and it all stems from the fact that Adam is no longer in the picture. Adam has left Connor and Connor is so confused. He idolized his father and now I feel like we're getting a repeat of everything that happened with Adam and Victor um, except in a kind of slightly different circumstance because Con- because Adam has literally just left town and you know left 
um, Connor there and told him I'm leaving goodbye. And we don't really know if Adam's coming back yet. Um, it looks like everybody's trying to make that happen. Um, at the beginning of the week, Sharon was trying to talk to Connor and he finally opened up a little bit more um, about the, the whole situation with Adam and Victor. And this is where we really see a change in Connor. He starts saying, everybody is a liar. I trust nobody. And this little boy, his eyes, I have to commend the actor for the way that he's portraying Connor. The eyes, it is like when you see like in in, in, in um, not just television, but television, movies, animation, when you see younger characters and you see that they have been through hell, you can see it in their eyes. And yes, it's true. The eyes are the window to the soul. Because when I was watching this little boy, he, his eyes, he looked, and I don't mean, I have, there's no other way to say this. He looked dead. That's, that's the kind of, that's the level. And that's like a testament to the performance because the Connor looked like he was about to go down a very dark path. Um, Mary says, if Chelsea is so worried about Connor, she should get him serious help. And Mary, he is awesome. Yeah, the acting is incredible. Um, I agree about Chelsea. I think that, um, some of the things that, some of the behaviors that Connor's now exhibiting, he's, he's getting into physical fights with people at school and starting it. Um, we also know that he, literally locked Christian in the garage. Poor Christian. I feel so bad for him. That was heartbreaking in itself just to watch that little boy like who was just locked in a garage crying because he didn't he he didn't know he was stuck there. Like how's he gonna get out? And we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Um, But the whole thing is that Connor is... We can obviously see a very, very drastic change in him. And it doesn't... At this point, Chelsea does need to get him serious help because he is just I don't I really don't think that Adam coming back is going to change this. I think that Connor's just heading down a bad path. Um, I think I I don't see anything fixing this. And I think that that's part of the concern from Chelsea. She sees him acting like Adam and she's very concerned. Um, And it's it's crazy because we know that biologically Christian is also Adam's son and they're just the way that they are acting is very, very different. Um, but but Connor, he never used to be like this. He used to be more like Christian and very, very like kind and sweet. So it's just crazy how much someone, how much a child can change based upon their circumstances. But I, I don't think that, I don't think that Adam coming back into the picture is going to help. I think that Connor is just going to... Um, have a lot of growing unfortunately this is he's been through some traumatic moments and a lot of changes that are going to deeply affect him for um for many years like it's it's hard to say if he can 
if he'll be able to get over this so easily, especially because he's such a young kid. And this is happening during some very, very important years of his life. Um, I think it's going to leave a heavy impact. And I'm just seeing this as kind of getting into predictions territory. But I'm kind of seeing this as um, basically Connor. Like, I can just see when they age him up eventually. Um, I'm sure they won't do it, like, soon. But when they one day age him up, I see him being the next teen who is basically the bad boy. Um, because now uh, we see that he's heading down this really dark path. Uh, we have a couple of comments. Mary Nick will get hurt again with Chelsea. Yeah, uh, we kind of heard, not this last week, but the week before, when Chelsea was um, telling Sharon she was thinking about running, which is pretty crazy considering she did this to Nick before. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it's going to go well um, for Nick in this case. And we know that Nick is about to, we kind of left this week off with Nick going, um, saying he was going to go and grab Adam. Um, why is Chelsea not doing this? That's the problem I had with that scene. And I get it. Like, Nick's trying to be the hero. Why Why can't Chelsea go and try to grab Adam? Why does it have to be Nick? That That's my big thing is, or why can't they go together? Uh, this is really, like, I get that. I, I understand Nick is stepping up and trying to be um, the, you know, the man of the house and stepping up and, and just kind of, like, acting like, yes, he's Nick is part of this family unit with Chelsea and Connor and Christian. But there's no sense in I, I, there's no sense in Nick going by himself. It, to me, I didn't understand the logic in that. It felt a little. Um, I get why they would do that because it, it, Nick has to face his brother. Fine, but this is Chelsea's battle. This is about Connor, not Nick and Adam. Um, Raya, Raya, true love forever says I disagree. Adam will fix the problem. I think that's. Um, what they were trying to say. Maybe. Um, I, I mean, I can't say that I don't agree with you for sure, but I just feel like there's going to be some um, deeply rooted issues now in Connor that won't ever get resolved. Kimmy Sylvester says, my mom was shocked that Connor looked locked Christian in the garage. Yeah. Um, I was shocked too, because we saw that happen right after Connor had a really nice moment with the whole entire family. They were having a game night. They were like, Chelsea was throwing popcorn everywhere. It seemed like, you know, it seemed like they were okay. They were going to be fine. And then Connor went and locked Christian in the, you know, garage basement. I think it was the garage, but, um, yeah, just, uh, crazy circumstances. And it, it, it it kind of i mean they sort of foreshadow it with the fact that connor was getting into fights at school and it seemed like too easy of a fix and it also kind of speaks to the nature of little kids and how when they're going through something they might be okay one minute but then the next they're going to act out that's just the nature of a child and how someone's going to be when they've been put in this stressful situation um ray a true love forever I think the problem is that he's surrounded by liars and Adam is the only one who can understand it. Um, J.A., hi, everyone. Hi, Rachel. Loving the recap tonight. Well, thanks, J.A., for being here. And if you have any uh, any comments, also, we're going to be taking call-ins in a little bit. So definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, Ray, a true love forever. Nick is going after Adam because it's his fault why Adam left. So he's trying to play the hero. Um, yes, I, I do agree with you there. It's not like I, I get it. I get that 
Nick is more involved and why Adam left. I just felt like um, I think what bothered me is this idea that um, like I wanted to see, especially in YNR, I wanted to see a female being the one to actually go and take care of this, considering it was her situation, instead of the man like trying to be the the male hero and and stepping up and trying to fix the problem. I just wanted to see Chelsea actually take in, you know some control and and step up and handle it because it had to do with her son. Um, and I I know like Nick's trying to be kind of like a surrogate father to Connor in a way, um, but I still wanted to see Chelsea actually take some action. Um, and yeah, Jay says, Rachel, you still do calls? And yeah, Mary says, yes, they're doing calls today. We are definitely doing calls. Uh, Mary, Chelsea is not doing squat to help her son. She claims to love. Yeah, that's the other thing. If like, you know, as, as a parent, um, when it gets to a point where your, your, your child is picking fights at school, locking his, um, well, I guess full brother, uh, well, no, half me half brother into a garage then it, it to it, it's it cuts to a point where they actually need to do something more serious than just bringing Sharon in and we talked about this a couple weeks ago it doesn't even make sense that Sharon would be involved at all it's too personal um i i think Sharon's doing a great job but she's what real experience does she have out she got her degree and then she went and started working for the police force. And yes, that is definitely experience. But what kind of experience, professional experience, does she have with with children and, like, really, really helping in this kind of situation? And if they are going to have Sharon, it should sort of just be augmenting what is already – like, they should be getting more professional help from somebody who specializes in this kind of situation with children. Um, and somebody who is not connected that closely with the family, who has that that much of a history, uh, I'm trying to figure out why they wanted Sharon to be there. I, we were talking about this last week, um, if there might have been a plot purpose, but it doesn't feel that way. Um, it just kind of... The only thing I can think is that maybe they figured that Sharon, that Connor kind of knew Sharon, so it might help, but I... I don't know. I don't. I don't see it. Um, he's opening up to her, but I, I don't think she was the best choice. Um, Mary, it's Sharon and Nick doing it all, but Sharon has more of a connection with Connor than Chelsea. Ray, a true love forever. I agree with Rachel. Well, thank you. Um, I think that now is a great time for me to make an announcement since we have all of you amazing people in the chat with us right now. And I just wanted to say thank you to everybody. You're always here every single week, and it just it really helps the show. Um, I know Farrah and I both love b- being able to interact with you all, and um, just everything that you kind of bring to the show. And um, I just wanted to let you know, too, that we have a lot. Um, we have other channels here at AfterBuzz. So pretty much anything you watch, whether it's other soaps, uh, if you watch sci-fi, if you watch drama, if you are into reality TV, we have it all at AfterBuzz. And it really helps us grow. If and like if you guys go and like and follow each of these channels, it, it helps us 
just be able to do more and bring you more content. Um, so any, if you could just go and like and you know follow, you can turn off the notifications if you don't want annoying pop-ups on your computer or phone. And just let us know, like, let us know how we're doing. All your comments help and really support us. So thank you again for being, you know, the best part of AfterBuzz and for helping us grow and for really being a part of our shows. It means so much. And you guys make us the ESPN of TV talk. Thank you. (laughs) Speaking of talking, now's the moment when we should open up the lines for phone calls. So if anybody wants to call in, the number is 424-354-8302. If you're watching live, it is, let's see, the date's October 20th, 2019. It's about 530 Pacific Standard Time, 830 East Coast. If you're listening live, we would love to have you guys call in. So one more time, that number is 424-354-8302. And it's also in the chat in case you missed that number. Um, And let's see. Kimberly Howard says, Chelsea is stupid. Why would you have your son in a home where Nick hates his father? Yeah, that does make sense. And Mary says, we love you, Rachel. You do an awesome job. Thank you, Mary. I love that, you know, all you guys show up every week. And it's amazing having you all here. And we We have have a caller. Hello, caller. This is Young and Restless After Show. Uh, What's your name? Where you calling from? This is Kimberly from Maryland. Hey, Kimberly. So I just kind of finished talking about Connor did you have any thoughts about the way that Chelsea's handling this? Yes. Chelsea is a horrible mother. Yeah. Why would you be in a home with somebody who made your son believe that his grandfather was dead, which triggered all the stuff with Adam to Adam to leave? Nick yeah. is horrible. Nick shouldn't be around no kid. I agree with you. And I think that's what they're not understanding. And they they keep this is what burns me the most about Chelsea and the way she's acting is that what they're not understanding is that this little boy heard that first he lost his father and Nick allowed Chelsea to tell Connor that Victor was dead. And and he just let it happen. And so now this little boy, like, of course, he's going to think everybody's a liar. Yes, I, I don't understand that. And then she knows what happened with Adam, with Victor leaving him on that farm and never coming to see him and how he feels. Why would you then turn, let that happen to your son? Yes, Adam played a part in this too. But at the end of the day, Chelsea, you make this worse because it's not like she doesn't have money to live by herself. You left Nick and you were going to leave him for good until you found that Adam was alive and you came back to town. So therefore, you don't have this great love for Nick because you want to marry that old man. So you don't have this great love for Nick that you need to be in that home with Nick. It's just weird. It is so weird. I feel like they got back together too quickly. And even the fact, like, we we know that Chelsea's going to leave again at some point. It's bound to happen. And I feel like she's putting Connor in a place where she keeps moving him around. And she's hurting him very badly by doing this. She's hurting him even more because he's living in the home with his brother that he doesn't even know that is his brother. That's just storyline is just so weird. They're always talking about honesty and truth, but when Adam wants to be honest and tell that boy that he is his father, they're all keeping the secret. And years when it comes out later, and he wonders why Adam's been his dad living in the same town, never reached out to him, let his uncle raise him. 
somehow it's all going to be put on Adam when everybody else played a role in this. Yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely. And um, I mean, on the one hand, like I... I think that it's it's very hard to, you know, obviously Christian knows Nick as his father and it's been it would be really hard to have him suddenly move with Adam, but at the same time, they should be up front with him and tell him the truth and tell him that Adam and, is biologically his father. And that I don't even buy either because yeah. that boy's been with so many different homes. He was with um Sharon and um Dylan. Then he was with what Sharon and Nick then he was stayed with Victoria for a while. Then he was with Chelsea and uh, <laughs> Nick for a while. Then he was with Victor and Nikki for a while. That boy obviously can bounce back. You yeah. could have just sent him to Adam. Yeah. That's and, just a, sto- a stupid storyline. I, I agree with you, definitely. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Have a great week. And she's gone. Awesome. So um, I think that we have, you know, touched on everything with Connor and it's probably a good time to move on and talk about Lola and Kyle. We had a pregnancy scare with Lola and I am worried it's something a little bit more than just pregnancy based on the fact that they took a test. She is not pregnant. Um, but she's having some crazy symptoms. Um, we've seen, like, kind of at the top of the week, we kind of saw her, she was faint, she was feeling faint, she couldn't stand the sight of food, which does seem to say, okay, she might be pregnant. I am almost wondering if she is sick. And actually, oh, we have a caller. We have a caller. This is Restless Rap. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, hi. This is uh, Hey, how are you? Hi, how you doing? Good. So I was just about to start talking um, about everything going on with Lola. Okay, so what do you what do you make of the pregnancy scare? The pregnancy scare. Okay, I'm sorry, I missed that part. Oh, okay. So basically, um, this whole week with Lola and Kyle, she's kind of been getting sick. Um, but they took a test and found out it wasn't that she was pregnant. So now um, she's, she's still having these symptoms like she's actually – like something is wrong. So I'm almost wondering if she has some kind of like, – like something else is going on and it has nothing to do with a baby. Oh, wow. You know, I missed a couple episodes, you know. So, you know, that's why I'm loving – first off, I'm, I'm so grateful I could get a chance to call in because I'm – you know, I love your recaps. It's so <laughs> I like the you. way you pick out different things and it's just great. But – so you just telling me that right now, I, I, I'm sort of a little frightened because that's one of my favorite couples. And, um, you know, they don't really mess with nobody. They, they, they're very sweet and they have a good relationship. So, of course, you know, we got to have a little, you know, um, holiday, you know, um, tearjerker probably. Hopefully nobody yeah. dies, but we're going to have a little bit of, you know, I guess sort of the Lily Kane, you know, kind of thing that what they went through for us, you know, they love and that's they right. came together, they fell apart. And then they had to, you know, fight against some mysterious, you know, disease or something. So I feel like now this is what's probably happening with, with Lola and with, with, with Kyle. So I, you know, I hope that it turns out well, but I, yeah, yeah. I, I hate to hear what's happening to them. So um, you mentioned that, uh, let me just ask you this. What were some of your favorite moments of the week? Oh, my gosh. You know what? I... I really did. I really liked the other call. I really was very frustrated, but I also liked the performance of Chelsea. I liked all mm-hmm. her interactions this week. You know, the performance. Of, the, you know, the, she's a brilliant actress, and and she's really playing the part uh, pretty good. But I think it is controversial because, you know, it's it's just. Um, I feel like they should give the actress a little more. 
you know, she came back and maybe they should just sort of um, wrap this up and, and put it to something a little better, you know. But I did like, uh, I did like the actress who plays, um, you know, all that storyline there with, with the with all with Adam and everything like that. Yeah, um, and it's kind of getting crazy too. Everything with Kane, um, which is kind of connected, just because we know. I'm still thinking that there's more of a connection between Chance and Adam than than what we're being led to believe at the moment. Because we know that we know that Adam dropped his name. And then, you know what's so funny about that? It, it was so funny. I think that when they go into the past and they deal with the chancellors, it feels a little anticlimactic when you don't have, you know, I don't know, some of the staples. I mean, the people of the show, obviously the, the great, I mean, brilliant Jeannie Cooper is gone because I feel like if she was around, this kind of storyline with Chance and all that would have been to the next level. It would have been out of the ballpark. But, you know, we do have the brilliant, you know, the, uh, the actress who plays Jill. We have her there, but they need to give her more because the history of the show does involve the character of Chance, and they need to really tap into that and not really be superficial with it. They need to go a little deeper because whenever uh, Young Wrestlers did these kind of mysterious, uh, you know, storylines when it came to the Chances, it was very gothic. It was very, like, moody and creepy and, you know, mysterious, and they need to go a little deeper with that, you know, and yeah. I hope that they do. Yeah, and I agree with you, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for calling in. We really enjoy your thoughts. Thank you. You know, I was going to say one thing. I was going to ask you. I miss. I think I missed a couple episodes, but Phyllis, you know, I'm so happy that Michelle, Michelle Stafford is back. You know what? The thing that I'm doing is I'm having issues because I had direct TV. So what happened is I'm, I've been hoping and praying that they would put the channel two back on. Well, CBS is back on. So what I do is I catch it whatever I can on my phone or on YouTube. So I'm. That's why I'm a little like you know, pitting the piece together, and that's why I love your show. But with Phyllis, is, does she currently have a love interest, or does she have anything going on? Because I've, I've not really been able to catch up with the character uh, recently. Um, no love interest. There was someone posted on the Facebook Restless Rap page and suggested that maybe Kane and Phyllis should hook up, but right now oh. there's there's nobody that she's like actually, you know, actively dating or interested in. Um, she's just sort of she's sort of just involved with the whole Adam storyline at the moment. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then, I, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think that the brilliant actress who played her before, uh, Gina, Gina, you know, Gina, who, who did it before. I'm trying to think that when she, oh, she was in a relationship with Nick. That's what, I think that's before they had the issue with Directv. She was just coming out of a relationship with Nick, and um, you know, she was sort of floating around. And so I guess that Phyllis, the character, has been without a relationship for a little while. And I mean, it's pretty interesting. I think so, too. It's kind of a refreshing break. Um, But thank you again. Um, It'll, yeah, thank you for calling in and um, have a great week. Oh, you too. Thank you. Bye. Okay, so we've got some time left. Let's just talk. Let me um, jump in back in the chat and see if anyone else had comments. Uh, Ray, a true love forever. Thank God she wasn't pregnant. That would be viewer's worst nightmare. Kimberly Howard she has a theory. Lola's body is rejecting the liver. Her dad or Theo is probably going to give her his. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, Duleman says, YNR is just not interesting to me right now. I need it to pick up. 
Uh, and then Jerry Jack says, summer is such a stupidly, okay, this is <laughs> disclaimer, a little mean comment. Summer is such a, a stupidly written blonde character. She'll agree to donate her one remaining liver to Lola. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. I am, I'm laughing at that comment. Um, and then Jerry Jacks, if Jean Cooper were still alive, she would have nixed a lot of these dumb storylines. Mary, Lily is coming back this week. Yeah, and that was interesting. Um, they had kind of me- like mentioned, like kind of dropped her name in the previews for next week. So let's move along and then we'll get to our law moment. Um, I just wanted to mention the storyline with Dina. I mentioned it in the introduction. Um, that whole thing. So here was the thing. So obviously Jack and Tracy are writing a book about their family and they found letters that Dina was writing and, you know, got them and they were reading them. And there's this name Stuart that was that Dina dropped. So they're reading these letters and the end, basically Dina was like breaking up a friendship she had with the Stuart guy when she went to college. And the she signed the letter. This is like the fa- part I found interesting. She signed the letter with, I must be cruel only to be kind. Thus bad begins and worse remains behind. And Jack was shaking his head like in confusion. Like, I don't know what she means. So I went and I Googled the quote. It is from Hamlet. Um, it is ba- it is Hamlet speaking about his mother, you know, which is interesting because we're not that Stuart and Dina are that kind of relationship, but Jack and, and Dina. Um, but basically, the the like the essence of the quote is that sometimes you have to do mean things, but to actually help somebody. So that makes me think that maybe uh, Dina was breaking it off with Stuart. Because she didn't want to hurt him and that, yes, she was being cruel, but the kindness is in the fact that she knew that if she kept on dragging it along, it would hurt him worse. So that's where I think that that's it's going with her, like ending it with that quote. Found it very interesting, though. Um and then just I, – I was very – just in terms of the mystery of what's going on with that, I, I want to know more. To me, that was one of the most um, – right at this moment, one of the more interesting plot lines because there's some mystery there. Um, so aside from that, we uh, – the only one other thing I wanted to mention is that with Ray and Sharon, we did get some – kind of news from them um we got the news that mia and arturo i'm not going to try to roll the r because i'm bad at it mia and arturo uh, ended up having their baby so congratulations mia and arturo on your baby um and as ray was talking about this um with Sharon, he kind of, well, he definitely asked her out again on a second date and sharon turned him down uh, well, I mean, she had good reason. She turned him down because, yeah, exactly. Exactly. She turned him down because she said, well, I know how this can turn out and I just don't want to repeat. So they kind of had that conversation and for now there's nothing. And I kind of like that. I sort of, I, I, I like when, um, and Farah and I always talk about this, how it's nice when we see couples who are together and they're together long term with no problems. That's very nice. I think it's equally refreshing when there is a person who is not with anybody because I think that 
there are people that I, I don't think that they have to be with a person that, yes, exactly. I don't think that that is what life's all about. And so sometimes it is. And if that's, if that floats someone's boat, then yes, that's amazing. But it doesn't have to be that way. And I think Sharon deciding to take a break um, for her own mental health, maybe, but also just to take a break in general is a very healthy choice. On that note, I think it's time for our law moment. <laughs> I had two this week. Um, okay, so we had Phyllis, who was, when she was trying to get info on Kane, because we really, the only thing we saw with Kane is that he found the will, and that was it. Um, so just wanted to throw that out there. But, um, or at least someone, whoever knocked him out, brought him to wherever the will was and showed it to him. Phyllis is trying to contact him, and she's, like, it's just hilarious in general that she keeps, like, the way that she was kind of changing her voice a little bit, depending upon who she was pretending to be. But the the law moment that actually made me laugh out loud is when Phyllis was talking to the phone as Jill, and she didn't even have to say who she was at first. It was the, the fact that she was talking in, like, a raspier, like, voice. I was like, okay, she, yeah, she was trying to be Jill. And then it was confirmed. And I was like, yes, thank you. That was hilarious. Um, And just the way that uh, Michelle Stafford was doing it. Very, very comic. Um, My other law moment was Adrian and Tracy as uh, they're talking. And this is after, like, Adrian shows up with the black eye and Lola says goodbye and he leaves. Um, But Tracy is talking to Adrian and and Adrian says, boy, I can't believe I'm talking to a published author. I always laugh anytime they bring up Tracy being an author because I feel like they bring it up so much that it is just hilarious at this point. Um, yeah, it's just brought up every single time. And I get it. She's a published author and that is amazing and we should celebrate this. But they bring it up every single time they can bring it up. And it is just, um, I will never forget. If there's one thing I don't forget about YNR, like, you know, 50 years from now, I will remember forever that Tracy is a published author. That, that is my takeaway. Okay. On our final segment, let's get into our predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. This time I'm going to start with a comment from the chat. Mary says, I would love to see Ray and Abby. So I'm going to start with that as our prediction. Um, That would be interesting, especially since Abby is now single. Um, So prediction number one, I don't think that Abby and Nate are going to get back together. I think they're really pushing it toward Nate and Elena. Uh, I'm just getting those vibes, especially with how close they're getting. Um, Even though we saw Elena and Devon did have their moment, um, like a really nice date moment where Elena went out of her way and like, you know, had like a special... Um, like, you know, the jazz music playing that they were supposed to hear and, like, really went out of her way and picked his favorite foods that he'd only mentioned in passing. Um, but I also kind of feel like Amanda and Nate might to get together, too. Um, I feel like that might happen first, and then eventually it's going to be Devon and Amanda together again. And I say again because I'm still not convinced that she's not also Hillary somehow. Um, my other prediction, I think that, that Nick will get Adam to come back to Genoa City. Um, as I kind of said earlier, I think Connor's going to keep acting out. Uh, this is like a long-term prediction, and I mentioned this, but I'm going to say it again. 
Uh, I can see once they age Connor into like his teen years, I could see him actually being like the bad boy and just being the next Adam because they're going to need a new one. Um, and then my last thing is with Kane, I think that he really saw the actual will and I think that it's going to become a moral battle at this point because they know that the statute Devon told us when he did his research that there's a there were the statute of limitations basically has stated that there is no contesting the will it's been too many years but I think that Kane is going to I think that he found the real will and I think that was the whole purpose I think he's going to read it and then he's going to bring it back to Genoa City and that Devon it's going to put him in this moral battle where he has to decide okay well is it really right then if this is the real will that I keep this money um, and I think it's going to be a battle internally with Devon, but I also think it's going to be an external battle as well. And I think that Devon might not be able to give the money up because of his business and everything he's doing, and that it's going to cause major issues between him and Kane. Kane said that he didn't want the money, but I think he's going to change his mind. And I think that's going to put him in a position, him as in Kane, in a position where he's going to start scheming to see how he can get the money. And it's going to cause bad blood between the two of them. And um, that's why we're going to see Lily is maybe to kind of come in um, as this is happening and to sort of diffuse the situation. Well, um, those are – Jerry Jacks also says, expect to see Nate and Elena off the show. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll have to see about that. Well, on that final note, my name is Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter at Rach Goodman or on my uh, Instagram account. It's actually my writing account at Rachel Radner Author. Also on Facebook, we have our at Restless Rap Facebook page. So if you go over, like, follow, I always post the link to the show. And any comments you leave, I will I will like read them out loud the following week. Also, uh, if you are into uh, books, I also have a book group at Rachel Radner on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, so that about sums it up for this week. I will see you all next Sunday. Have a wonderful week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 